It most certainly does at three minutes past five this morning. How are you? Hope you're well. Not fantastic weather we've had. I nearly skidded off my scooter on my way here on many an occasion. And, uh, well, I managed to make it here. Though probably some of you are fairly surprised about what you're hearing at the moment because this is not the voice of Steve Allen. I feel quite daunted by sitting in the seat of such an LBC legend, but the poor man had to take a morning off because he's had a terrible, terrible cough, and so one morning he's not going to be here. But I am until seven o'clock, so do look after me. A bit scared, as I said, because it's Steve Allen's shoes I am filling. This is this is just, you know, this is a bit of a, a dream for me, really. So be gentle with me. I will be speaking about lots and lots of different things this morning over the course of the next two hours. We're going to have a bit of a chat about the old swine flu, because that's getting a tiny bit worrying at the moment. Certainly for me it is. Uh, we're going to be talking about Fern Britain's last day uh, this morning, a little bit later on. Uh, and, of course, all the front pages. We've got a bog off. How low, by the way. Uh, you get a, a buy one, get one free, so we'll do that as well. And happy birthday as well. Not only to Fern Britain, might I say, but also the Duchess of Cornwall. Yes, Camilla Parker Bowles, 62 years of age today. Doesn't look a day over 70 to me, I think. Isn't she a lovely lady? So we'll be talking about whether we love Camilla anymore. Uh, and also, actually, on a more serious note, obviously we're going to be keeping uh, an eye on that developing story, the uh, Indonesia bombs, and uh, do listen uh, to our bulletins at uh, half past and at six. And, of course, we'll have headlines every 15 minutes. Uh, we'll keep an eye on that as well for you here on LBC 97.3. Um, joined in the studio for the next couple of hours by a Steve Allen stalwart. Now, you managed to get up this morning, didn't you, Alan Dodgen? Well, I was ill on Tuesday. You were ill on Tuesday. Right, yes. OK. And because that's why you were bedridden. I was bedridden the whole day. Really? Yeah, it was horrible. That, but you, you and Steve spending too much time together, isn't it? <sighs> no, I don't know. Well, you, you realise, this. you know, I haven't seen Steve now for, for about two weeks. Two weeks? Yeah. It's, it's not good. So that's, well, so you're both ill separately. This is, this is the thing that freaks me out. Well, no, right? I, I had like a 24-hour virus or something, mm. which was not very good, because I was, what are you doing? I'm, I'm, putting the, I'm putting the antibacterial hand gel on as a sort to you But why have you got the antibacterial hand gel next to you? You're supposed to just do it like once, like in reception, aren't you? Not literally every well, I'm carrying minutes. it with me everywhere well, at the you moment. With, I... Because you, you just don't know, do you? <laughs> you just don't know. <laughs> Honestly, I didn't, I, 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 I took a look at you and thought, you know what, antibacterial gel all the way. Oh, here we go. I thought I was going to get a break from the bullying session that I normally get. Just saying, you know fine, what I mean? Fine. I took one look and I thought I'm going to douse myself in antibacterial hand gel and see where it takes me. I am a bit worried now. I mean, it is depressing reading. On a more serious note, like, today the toll is 29 deaths. Uh, latest at worst, all the papers are reporting, 65,000 of us are going to die over the next few years. I mean, it's really quite depressing. And... Like, it, you know, it's, it's awful. Like, a boy of six who was apparently healthy is the latest victim. They're telling us kind of not to panic. I'm not panicking, but I'm starting to think now is the time to start worrying. I'd love to know if you agree. I will take your phone calls. I know Steve Allen doesn't generally. I will. 0845 6060 Are you starting to worry just a little bit about this? Have you changed your behaviour at all? I'll tell you what I've been doing. Dousing myself. thing with you. Yeah, in antibacterial. If that's not panicking, though, what is? Well, it's not panicking, it's just being prudent. Oh, I think it's panicking. I think you're panicking. I'm not panicking. You Look at the way you're holding it. I'm it's just like gripping washing your it. hands every two minutes. Well, I'm, I'm going to put it back on again now you've mentioned it. I'm just it does smell rather nice, on. I have to say. It is lovely. Um, you know, I'm changing my behaviour by putting that on, but also I've got a terrible habit, which I hate myself for, which is I do 
have a little bite of the old nails now and then, which is a horrible thing to do. And now you've got to be so careful because if you touch something that's, you know, maybe you shouldn't be, and then you're, you're, you know, biting your nails, you could give yourself swine flu. Well, in your case, though, with the alcohol you're putting in your hands, you're going to get drunk by biting your nails. <laughs> I hadn't thought of that. Exactly. There's, ah. there's a light at the end of the tunnel. Uh, are you changing your behaviour at all? And are you actually starting to seriously quite worry about this? 0845 6060973. Text me on 84850. Email me Christo at uk. Why isn't anyone covering their mouths when they cough? I was walking through town the other day, and literally, to- yesterday this was, I'm, I'm completely screwed up with my sleeping now, and people are coughing and spluttering and sneezing over each other. Why aren't people being more careful? Why haven't they got a tissue over their face? Well, I've never understood why the people are inconsiderate like that anyway. I never understand why people, particularly when they sneeze. I, don't, I know quite a few people who don't put their hand in front of their mouth when they sneeze. And I don't get that. It's rude. It is. It is. It's horrible. It is horrible. It's rude and it's nasty. Just a bit of a tissue or something. Yeah. Especially at the moment. We've all got to be so stringent. And the thing is, God love Steve. He's got a nasty cough at the moment. I'd like to say he's not got swine flu. But the moment you hear someone's ill, you're immediately like, oh, oh God, was I near them? Have they got it? You know, you're, it's, it's, it's making me really a little bit paranoid. Well, I haven't got to that stage yet where if I hear somebody cough, I'm sort of doubting myself in alcohol. Well, well that's, be actually, maybe is I that am just it. is that just because but recreationally? I'd be more worried. I'd seriously, I'd be more worried if I if I sat next to somebody like yourself on the tube mm. and you got out your little sachet and started washing your hands with it. Mm. That would scare me more than them coughing. You see, that's the thing because uh, everyone I'm hearing has, has got it. It's not so bad, but then. You're hearing all these, you know, people are saying, you know, the, the information is you can stay at home, stay in bed, you'll be okay. But then you read all these reports. I don't know if we're being panicked. The front page today of the Sun, swine flu kills 12 in four days. I mean, that is the latest that since Monday, 12 people. Swine flu, it's getting serious. That's on the Daily which Mail. The, which is the paper, which I, I don't get it. It says something like 29 dead and then says could be up to 350 a day or something. Yeah, that's uh, the Daily Express. They love a health headline on the Daily Express, though. It's either health or Diana. This is Still. true. Um, let's go to Venetia, who's in Swiss Cottage. Uh, Venetia, now, are you recovering from swine? Yes. Hello, Christo. Yes. Good morning uh, to you, my love. Good morning. <laughs> well, uh, I've got a slightly funny voice because I've cut bunged up. But, uh, yeah, I've definitely had it for about a week, and I think I'm getting better now. And is it as bad as is being made out in the newspapers? Tell me, t- tell me how, no, how much it hit you. No, it's not. It's just like normal flu. But, I mean, um, you know, quite bad flu, but, you know, you, you just, I'm just, I haven't taken any drugs for it or any antivirals or anything. I haven't even, I tried to ring NHS Direct and all I got was this message saying, oh, we're really, really busy because of the swine flu. And, <laughs> that and must have been helpful for you, Venetia. Don't ring. <laughs> Just stay at home. So it's like, sorry, we're too busy to deal yeah. with the health problem that you're ringing us about specifically. So just <laughs> I, stay I, at I home. I have two or three times, so I thought, oh well, I'll, I'll just you know stay in bed. Don't, don't, don't you need drugs though to sort it out to get over it? Well, in my case, it's just you know, it, no, not really. I seem to be getting better. Okay, and <laughs> someone who's been through it and is uh, recovering from it, it sounds like. I think so. <laughs> When you hear about all the stories and you're reading the front pages, are you thinking that perhaps it's being, you know, is it a bit of a mountain out of a molehill, or do you actually, do you, do you see why there's, people are so worried about this? Yeah, I mean, it's quite shocking hearing about the, the death, you know, the people dying. That is quite, you know, it's quite upsetting. But um, I think, to be honest, it's obviously, there's very little we can do to stop it spreading now. And, um, you know, you do get plenty of people, like, what's his name? From Harry Potter, Rupert Grint? Yes, he had it, didn't he? <laughs> oh, Ron Weasley. I mean, it's, kind of, 
hearing, yeah, hearing lots of people who, who've had it, they say actually the information they're giving out now is that quite, in quite a lot of people, the symptoms are quite mild and it, you know, you, you kind of recover on your own, it, it, it goes away. Well, a friend of mine who lives in New York, and I don't know if this is true, it's actually Sarah Burningham, our New York correspondent, she said to me, oh, it's great, you sh- it's not great, but you should, people who get it earlier, then it's a better strain to get. Now, I don't know if I believe that, I don't like that advice. Well, I mean, all I'm thinking is at least I've got immunity now. Well, yeah, that, that was her point. Yeah. So, in a kind of funny sort of way, you're feeling a little bit more reassured than me or Alan Dodgen. I think you just you're not you shouldn't panic about it really. That's not going to make you know not going to be very helpful. Can I just point out I'm not panicking. <laughs> Alan, he's in a right I'm state, not, honestly. I'm not panicking. You're the one panicking, not me. Venetia, thank you very much indeed. Venetia, it was lovely to talk to you, but because of that, I'm just going to have a little bit more antibacterial oh, for goodness sake. gel. Just come through the phone line. I don't know. No, I'm joking. Well, I'm putting it on, but <laughs> I'm going to count how many times you do it during the show. I, look, I get a bit paranoid. I'm paranoid enough about germs and things. Anyway, I've got this door handle thing that I can't touch door handles. Uh, what? I don't like touching door handles. Why did you open that door? Well, I know. I, I don't. I, selected door handles. Selected door handles. Selected door handles. Those that I consider to be problem door handles i'll try not to touch and i thought steve had rather weird quirks oh eight four five six oh six oh nine seven three tell me about how you've changed your behavior and also can we talk about the most germ-filled parts of london please because i'm i'm just freaking out about the tube at the moment those 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 handrails are dirty enough as it is you know if you factor in the panic about this not liking it at all oh eight four five six oh six oh nine seven three you can send me a text eight four eight five oh i'll get to some of those in a moment christo at lbc.co.uk now i've got to tell you about our fabulous how low reverse auction hello Sorry, I beg your pardon. Hello. What? What is that? That that that's that's that that's the hello. What, hello. What what is that noise coming from you? That that's what I do when Steve says hello. And how how does Steve generally react to that? He just continues. Does he just plows on? Now. I didn't realise. Just plows on regardless. Just, yeah. Yeah. Hello. Okay. It annoys so people I do the well. same. Does it annoy people? It annoys people. I can't well. think so I like why. To, so I like doing it. Okay. In today's how low? Hello. Revert- what? That's what I do. Yeah, I know. Wait, wait, okay. In today's Hello Reverse Auction, we've got a brilliant Toshiba laptop up for grabs. Please, we don't have a gag. Uh, this is ideal for home or office work. Well, we started early, hasn't it? <laughs> as it comes preloaded with Windows Vista. For every bid you make from now on until the end of my show, I will give you another one free. It's a how low bog off. That's buy one, get one free until 7am. Now, how do you play? Well, it's the lowest unique bid that wins. That's the lowest bid in pence that no one else makes. The auction closes at 6 o'clock today, but you've got to buy one, get one free until 7am. Text LBC, followed by your bid in pence, to 88821. That's LBC, followed by your bid in pence, to 88821. Every second bid between 5am and 7am is free. Bids cost £1.50 plus your standard network rate. Lines close at 6 o'clock today. Bidders must be over 16. See lbc.co.uk for full terms and conditions. The time is 5.15. 
Let's get you up to date with the latest news headlines for London. Nine people have been killed and 50 wounded in two hotel blasts in the Indonesian capital, Jakarta. At least six people are thought to be foreigners. The blasts happened at the Marriott and Ritz-Carlton hotels in the city's business district. A special swine flu service is being set up to ease the pressure on the NHS. It'll be able to diagnose cases of the virus and give out antiviral drugs to deal with it. Twelve people who have had swine flu have died in the UK since Monday, bringing the total to 29. London's set to be worst hit as postal workers begin their 24-hour strike, with most other services outside of the capital operating normally. The Royal Mail has been urging them not to go ahead with the halt on the service. 12,000 workers across the UK are walking out in an ongoing row over jobs, pay and services. London's travel now. Here's J. Louise Knight. Thank you very much, Christo. Well, bearing in mind we had so much rain last night, you would expect... And that was, of course, the voice of Nick Ferrari. He's here from 7 o'clock on LBC 97.3 following the release of new figures on crime in England and Wales. Nick wants to know if the number of killings is really at a 20-year low. Are the government... Are the government guilty of massaging the figures to use to their advantage? Also, Nick asks a children's author why he's offended by a scheme that will force him to register on a national database if he ever wants to work with children again. So join Nick from Seven for all of the day's top stories. I'm Christo. I'm not Steve Allen. Steve Allen is poorly, so he's got the morning off. So I'm here with you till seven o'clock. Good morning to you. Hope you're well. It's 17 minutes past five this morning. Um, We're talking about how you've changed your behaviour because of swine flu and the parts of London that maybe are a little bit scummier, the parts of London that maybe you're thinking, ooh, germs, because we've got a little bit of a germ-filled city. It's not the cleanest city at times. We're probably better than some other cities, but it's not ideal, is it? The tube freaks me out for germs at the best of times. At the moment, not liking it at all because of swine flu. Are you actually even going on it at the moment because of this swine flu? I have been on it. That's the voice of Alan Dodgen, by the way, That's who's here. Me. Hello. Me. Hello. Um, I have been on it, but I never touch the the the, the kind of you barrier. Surf, do you? I don't touch the thing. You, you know, the, the bar to you hold on. Just stand onto. there, do you? I stand. There, I'll sit down, or I'll I'll cover my my hand with my sleeve, or I'll wear a glove to hold <laughs> the bar. Why are you laughing? <laughs> I'm sorry. Why is that funny? I just don't know. I find it weird. Well, how are you changing your behaviour? Well, Call not. and tell me. Oh eight four five six zero six zero nine seven three. I will take calls. You can text me on eight four eight five zero, and you can email me Christo at lbc.co.uk. Producer Amanda says the buttons at the traffic lights across the road—they're dirty. I don't like touching those. Yeah, but you've got your disinfectant. Yeah, but I don't carry it with me constantly. I don't believe you. No, I don't. This is this is the, the this is here. This is for Let's us. Put it down. Do not use it again. I'm not using it, it again. About three times so far. I, I, I put it on the headphones this morning. You didn't. I did. <laughs> I did. You know, it's best oh, just to, dear. you know, be aware. Uh, no to the text on 84850. Steve has not got the piggy flu, we'd like to say. He's got a nasty cough, mm. hasn't he? Alan, you can confirm that, can't he you? He has, yes. Um, He'll be gone soon. He'll be well. Okay, Steve is saying, I'm a domestic at a Birmingham hospital. We have swine flu on our wards. Oh. Um, Christo, do you know of how many people will die of normal flu this year? Do you know how many kids would die of meningitis? It's just a sexier headline from Amanda. I mean, the, you know, uh, newspapers, they do love this swine flu. It's on the front pages for the next, you know, for three of them today. If you believe what they're saying, though, it's scary statistics they're coming out with. But I don't see how they're going from, like, 29 deaths so far to this huge number. That I don't, I don't understand how they're getting those numbers. 65,000 at its worst. 100,000 could come infected every day with a possible death rate of up to 0.35%. I mean, I don't know what that means. But there is a huge death rate already just on normal flu. 
Yeah, there is. I mean, that's the, that's the thing we keep getting all this kind of difficult and contradictory information. A bleak picture of a swine flu pandemic was painted by England's most senior doctor last night. This is the front page of the Daily Mail. The, the only thing I don't understand is, you know how sometimes doctors tell you, um, and you get this advice about that you shouldn't disinfect everything all the time because you, otherwise your body oh, doesn't God, build yeah. up. You don't get the resistance. System. Is that not the same case for swine flu, though? I don't understand that. Well, I think if you get it, you build up your own resistance, don't you? That was what Venetia was saying earlier. But, but, if, we, but, but if we have this disinfecting going around everywhere and everybody's using it, aren't we actually going to stop ourselves from building up an immune system to it? See, these, these are all the questions, aren't they? Um, let's go to Hackney to lovely Kate. Good morning, Kate. Hi, hello. How are you this morning? Fine, not bad at all. Now, Woken up um, very, very early today by noisy neighbours, but never mind. Oh, dear. Three o'clock. Um, I thought I may as well stay awake. Well, you may as well, and thank you for giving <laughs> me a call this morning. Now, I don't touch things on the tube. No. I don't like it at all. What aren't you touching at the moment? Um, it's not even at the moment, I was just saying. Um, but for a while, I've seen so many um, things happen. Um, I saw a man blow his nose on the tube with his fingers and then hold on. Oh! oh. oh. Uh, the barrier. The, um, you know what I'm on about, the bar. With the bar that you hold on to to stop the tube. That is disgusting. Oh, did yeah. you? Did you? And were you tempted to say something? I was. It was uh, quite a packed tube, but it, it was... I've seen this man so many times in the morning. For some absurd reason, we always end up getting on the same carriage, and mm. he does it a lot. So um, I've now... Um, I take a flat pair of shoes um, and change into my heels when I get to work because, basically, I sort of grip the tube floor mm. um, rather than hold on um, with my handles. I'm sort of surfing. Well, so you're kind of... You, you have your... You, you're, in a, you're in a stance... <laughs> <laughs> Which means that you you are almost you, you you can handle the, the being knocked about a bit. Seriously, I can now. I've um, adapted. You must have thighs like Popeye. <laughs> uh, and I have worn gloves. Obviously, it's very warm weather mm. now. Um, but in the winter, I loved it because I thought good. But um, I'd even disinfect my gloves um, with antibacterial gel afterwards. Oh, that's a good tip. I'm going to write that down, Kate. <laughs> disinfect your gloves with antibacterial gel. <laughs> I mean, I might just bathe in it. I, honestly, I can't do without it. Uh, post offices is another thing. I don't really um, go to post offices that often, but I really hate when the person rips off the stamp. Um, if it's not one of the stamps that I've already got, a, a sort of a, automatically sticky back. Hmm. And then you think, well, how am I going to wet this? I've got to lick it. That, they, you know, they've just but they've had their it. fingers on it. Yeah, it's disgusting. So you think about that. I'm not mad. You think about those kinds of things as well, Kate? Constantly, constantly. Um, keyboards, um, I've got my own laptop. God, hold on, Kate, I'm, okay, I'm writing list here, hang on. So keyboards as well. You're going to get, par- you're going to make people paranoid. <laughs> but it, it's, I don't know where I read it, but once I'd um, got it into my head, I couldn't get the thought out that keyboards have got more germs on them than the average toilet seat, apparently. Apparently. Yeah, there was that thing, isn't it, about your desk, isn't it, as well? Because people, because people eat so much at their desks at yeah. work that they've, apparently they're breeding grounds for germs. Exactly. So if I ever have to sit at someone else's desk, um, I absolutely despise that because I'm thinking, oh, I've got to touch their keyboard. <laughs> See, now, Alan is just pointing to the mouse I'm as well. That's so, going to have I'm gonna make so, so paranoid by many hands show. all over it. Yeah, Kate, thank you very much indeed for your call. Oh, don't just... So, so you're, you, you, you... Actually, Kate, finally, I don't have, don't have to ask you this. You don't have to change your behaviour at all. No, You've always yeah, had this behaviour. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone else should, I think. It's really important, um, especially just before I uh, run off as well. Um, just when you mentioned handles, um, I'm known for sort of opening handles with my elbows. I see, I do that. 
I do that. Yeah. Kate, thank you very much indeed for your call. Kate in Hackney. Now, I tell you why I do that. Now, now, if I ruled the world, right... Don't say this personal, thank God you don't. <laughs> no, if I did, though, I would have a law brought in, right, that every toilet, right, has, a, has an opening outwards door as you go in and a push door as you leave. Because I don't see the point in, in washing your hands, getting yourself all nice and clean, and then you've got to go and touch a handle to open the door that someone else could have touched and not washed their sorry, hands. Sorry, you wash your hands before you go to no, the no, toilet. No, 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 after I've been to the toilet, so I wash my matter? hands. Because you wash you your hands. You wash your hands after you've used the toilet anyway, aren't you? Yes. Yeah. No, yeah, but no, but I'm talking about the, the e- entrance and exit door to the whole toilet. The whole bathroom, right? And then you go out to leave the bathroom. You've got to op- you've got to then touch a handle to open the door to get out. Right. You see what so I mean? I meant the actual cubicle. No, 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 not the cubicle. The actual door oh. of the toilet. You see, so you've washed your hands, and then you have to do that. Now, producer Amanda is suggesting holding a clump of toilet roll and opening the door and flushing. I mean, these are the kinds of things I bet people are thinking about. If this is the kind of thing that's going through your mind at the moment with all these kinds of headlines, call and tell me on oh eight four five six zero six zero nine seven three. Text me on eight four eight five zero. Email me Christo at lbc.co.uk. No, these these are not the things people are thinking about. This is the thing you're thinking about in your little world. Toilets and doors and stuff. You have to admit, that is quite an annoying thing, though. No. You've never thought about no, it? No, I haven't. See, because I live a life. I, I have an exciting life, you know, and... I don't so do I! I don't actually worry, sit there thinking on the tube, oh, I can't touch this and roll my sleeves up, and... Yes. Sorry. <laughs> I have an exciting life. But in your little world, I think you're saying you want people to walk around with wearing masks. Oxygen masks. And maybe we should live in our little bubbles, so that we can never interact, and all these germs will just fly around. So I suppose, what, just like, I want to live in my own kind of padded cell, <laughs> is what you're, what you're suggesting for I me. Just, I just think, <laughs> I, I'm, I, my question is, like I said before, is though, if we've got all this disinfecting everywhere, and we did all this disinfecting, every, and everybody did it, mm. are we not going to stop ourselves from building up an immune system? Well, I don't know. This is the kind of information you, you, you just don't know, because I know that applies for babies. They say that babies, when you drop a baby's dummy, you just stick it back in the mouth because then it builds up a resistance to the odd germ and stuff. I don't what? like that. Who says that? Well, I've got friends who are parents now, and they say that. They say, oh, it's fine, you just give it a bit of a wipe, shove it back in the mouth of the, of the baby, because oh, that's the only way that they'll build up a resistance. If you disinfect too many children's things, they don't get a resistance. Yeah, I think that's taking a little bit too far. Um, well, it's, you know, it's true. That's what they're saying. Right. Get the RSPCC quickly. We've got a fantastic buy one, get one free on our How Low Reverse Auction between now and seven o'clock. It's uh, a buy one, get one free. Today's How Low. Uh, We've got a brilliant... Hello. I, mean, I, I love don't the know fact- where to do it now. I just don't know whether to do it or not to do it. Or- just sitting over there amusing yourself in the corner, aren't you? That's, that's what I tend to do. In today's How Low Reverse Auction... Oh, silence. That was well, that. a little I, I quiet. Thought, you know, you, you, okay, I'll, I'll stop. We've got a brilliant Toshiba laptop up for grabs. It's ideal for home or office work as it comes preloaded with Windows Vista. For every bid you make from now on until the end of the show, I will give you another bid free. Buy one, get one free between now and 7am here on LBC 97.3 with today's How Low. The lowest unique bid wins. That's the lowest bid in pence that no one else makes. The auction closes at six o'clock today. Text LBC followed by your bid in pence to treble eight two one. That's LBC followed by your bid in pence to treble eight two one. Every second bid between five and seven a.m. So until seven a.m. is free. Bids cost one pound fifty plus. 
your standard network rate. Lines close at 6 o'clock today. Bidders must be over 16. Go to lbc.co.uk for full terms and conditions and you could win yourself that fantastic Toshiba laptop preloaded with Windows Vista in today's How Low reverse auction. Hello. You're doing it deliberately now, aren't you? No, no, it's, it's what is expected. If I didn't do it, people would complain. But even when I do do it, people complain. But so, you know, can't win. They're not just complaining for that. Uh, I use disposable gloves at petrol stations whenever I fill up. Uh, how many people before me have used that pump? Thank you from Chris in Camberley. This is exactly what we're talking about. We're talking about the precautions you're taking. Have you become a little bit more germ-obsessed since uh, the swine flu story has been developing? You're listening to London's LBC 97.3. This is LBC 97. That is the number to call. I'm looking after things this morning for the LBC legend Steve Allen. He's a little bit ill, and so he's taken the morning off. And, uh, of course, ill on a morning. He's not got swine flu, I'd like to point out. I keep getting texts saying, oh, my God, has Steve Allen got swine flu? No, he's not. Alan Dodgen, you're with me. You can confirm. I can confirm no. You can confirm he's not. He's not. He's not. Yes. Um, But obviously we're talking about the swine flu story because it's on the front page uh, of all of the newspapers, Daily Mail, Daily Express. The Daily Mail saying that the chief medical officer, Sir Liam Donaldson, has ordered the NHS to plan for as many as 65,000 deaths with 350 a day at the peak. So that's got us talking about the kind of precautions you're taking, whether you are starting to worry now, whether you were, you know, a little bit more chilled out about it before, but now you're starting to worry more, and whether you're thinking about germs, especially in London, a little bit more than normal, and what precautions you're taking. I was saying about how I don't like touching the barriers and anything in the tube, really, at all. On the best of days, I don't. At the moment, I'm even more paranoid about it. Also, I've got this thing about leaving toilets. When I leave a toilet, I don't like opening the door because it opens inwards. I like doors that open outwards because then you can push it with your foot. Now, producer Amanda was saying she gets a load of toilet roll and opens the door with a load of toilet roll. And she's laughing at me at the moment, but you were the one that said the toilet roll thing, love. So, um, But then again, what's the point of doing all that if you then go and sit down at a computer terminal that everybody uses and touch the mouse and the keyboard? There's no difference. Absolutely zero. Yeah, but what if you eat straight after that? So you can't. You know, you've got to think about these things. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So if you're gonna, if you're gonna open doors, you, you do not know whether people. You know, I just don't see any point in going to the loo, washing your hands, right? And then you don't know how many people have done that before you not wash the hands, touch that door handle. But that mouse you're holding there. I well, yeah, yeah. true. How many, how many presenters are, are the different presenters? Are our presenters are very clean. I'm sure they are. Thank you very much. Don't you cast aspersions on the health and hygiene of our presenters? No, no. But what I'm trying to say is, if they're going to the toilet, I'm sure they're not going to the. To- Don't pull that face. <laughs> I'm sure. Sh- <laughs> We're very clean presenters yes, I'm here. I'm sure they are. But what I'm saying is, if they're going, Jenny Barnes is one of the most fragrant women I've ever met. I bet she doesn't open the toilet door though with a tissue. Petri Hoskin, honestly, there are rose petals behind. I have issues with Petri because Steve gave away the present I gave to him to Petri. Really? Well, Petri's son, actually. 08456060973. What precautions are you taking? Now, I will take your calls this morning. I know Steve uh, doesn't always, but I will. I'd love to talk to you. It is Friday morning. Uh, Philip is in Purley. Uh, Philip, good morning to you. Morning. Good morning. Yeah, I, I, I wonder, it, it, can I mention a brand name? Because I wanted to text Steve uh, to, to tell him about some cough mixture. C- can I mention it? Uh, okay, uh, yes, okay. Because you're being, I take it you're being complimentary about it. Yeah, oh yes, it's yes. excellent stuff. It's called Cavonia. Cavonia? Yeah, C-O-V, mm. Cavonia, Cavonia, and uh, you can get it for a light tickly cough, which I think he's been having, and I had one for weeks. 
And I started taking this stuff, and after a while, my cough went. Cavonia. Um, Cavonia. Alan, now, now, I'm not allowed to speak to Steve. He doesn't talk to me. He's, uh, I'm, right. I'm too lonely. I mean, you have to be, have been here five years before he does. Um, yeah. But, <laughs> uh, Alan, will you pass that on? Although, we have to be careful. It might have sugar in it, though. Yeah. Um, I, they, I, they might do a sugar-free one, I'm not sure, but it, if they do, it, it's excellent. You're, it really very, you're, you're very kind. Now, Philip, um, are you thinking a bit more about germs? Because you strike me as the kind of guy that really doesn't care about that kind of thing. Uh, yes, I actually, I do. I do. Uh, you're talking about, uh, first, first off, the, uh, uh, the seats on the underground have more germs on them than a, a freshly flushed toilet. Oh, God. Right. Now, I, I actually... I have to admit, I don't always wash my hands if I have a pee when I'm out, because if you think of unless it's got the, one of those foot operations... You are, you are the kind of person that, 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 that I can't stand. I mean, thank you oh, for the call. No, 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 listen, no, listen, no, listen. If you think about it, you've been... If you've been to the toilet, someone's been to the toilet yes. and, and done a number two, they then go touch the tap to turn it on to wash their hands. But then you're washing your hands so it's clean. I mean, it's better than not no, washing your hands and leaving... Leave the, no, oh. no, the tap's already got stuff on it. So when you turn the tap off, you put the germs back on. Ah, good point. And you're quite right about toilet door handles. No, I but always walk... Everyone knows that you then turn the tap off with your elbow, Phil. You can't, you can't turn your tap off with the elbow. It's one of those little round things. And as far as opening toilet doors, I always carry tissue with me mm. uh, so that I can, if I have to open the door inwards, pull it to pull it to get out, I will use the tissue. That's not the stop, but, but Philip, that's not to stop the germs getting on you, that's to stop you spreading the germs to other people. <laughs> no, not at all, not at all. But I'm, reaching, I'm reaching for the antibacterial stop. after this conversation. They, they, did a, they did a survey in hospitals mm. uh, a year or so ago yeah. about MRSA, and they found that the most germs and the most concentration of MRSA was on hospital toilet door handles. You know, so you should never touch anything, really, in hospital. And now, I went to visit a friend the other day in hospital, and there are signs everywhere, wash your hands after you've been to see a patient on a ward. You know, so I know I'm right. There are... uh, Philip, it's it's making us all a little bit more wary, isn't it? Yes, it is. It is. But I've always been like that. My children think I've got OCD, but I I do believe in cleanliness, you know, and not touching other things. When you think of it, it's quite right about on the tube. Thousands of people touch those door handles, and when that lady previously said uh, what that man does i mean i've actually if i've been on the tube uh, on the odd occasion i've actually hung on with the crook of my little finger if i've had to if i can't wedge myself against anything you know but she's quite right it is a filthy place people aren't being polite enough during this people aren't aren't doing enough if they're sneezing and spluttering everybody you know people need to start being considerate don't they yes yes but i i think there are some very dirty people around and uh, you have to avoid them <laughs> Do you know what? That could be a mantra for life, Philip. Thank you very much indeed. That's Philip in Pearly. Maybe the solution is we never touch anything ever again, ever. Ever. F- Philip to me is 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 the personification of of hell. I can't believe you have to wash your hands while talking to him because of what he says. I was just, you know, just 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 you know, saying. Uh, do stay with LBC 97.3. I'm here with you till seven. In for Steve Allen. My name's Christo. Good morning to you. Uh, I think people need to take more responsibility with hygiene and cleanliness. Schools should be using antibacterial hand gel at the hospitals. Our children are the most at risk from Tim in Biggin Hill. That's a very good point, actually. You know, the children are the ones that are most at risk. Should we be wearing masks when in public from Mal? Oh, I don't know. I mean, you can if you want. I, I think I, that would be a little bit, taking it a bit too far, and coming from me, that's saying something. I want somebody to tell me about this, this whole issue, about whether we should be building up an immune system. 
I keep on going on about it, but hmm. I want somebody to tell me, is, shouldn't we be trying to build up an immune system to this? Well, you know, I think there's a good argument for that, but I don't want to, I don't, I don't want to try. Well, no, you, and trust me, it's not going to get through the disinfectant on you. Um, if Venetia, now if Venetia, remember she was the lady that called earlier that she, she was recovering, mm. didn't go to the doctor, how did she know it was swine flu and not just a bad cold? You need a blood test to s- identify the specific virus. Ah, very good, good point. Mm. Um, how about wearing a surgical mask and gloves and gown when boarding the tube, Christo? Uh, you'll look cool if nothing else. I think you're being sarcastic there, that person who's texting on 8485. They've got a good point. They've got a good point. Why aren't you doing that? Um, Jane Crawley has said, since the swine flu, I've changed. I no longer listen to the news or read a paper. Problem solved. Yeah, that that, that is a good point. Um, Christo, I was at the theatre last week. It was packed and very warm. A person two rows away coughed a few times. For the first time, I really began to think, what if... Yesterday at work, our CEO sent round an all-staff email giving us guidelines on what to do if any of us gets swine flu. Basically, stay away from work. Unheard of, but very wise from Ian in Northolt. Thank you, Ian. That is wise, isn't it? Yes, yes. I think if you get it, you have to stay at home, don't you? Yes. Uh, Chris and Campbell have read your text about the disposable gloves. Christo, I pull my sleeve down over my hand to grasp door handles before exiting a loo from Ruth. See, Ruth is, is, is a sane lady, and she shares my but concerns. But did, did she do that before the swine flu problem, or uh, as a result of the swine flu problem? Oh, I don't know. She Text probably just did it anyway. Us. Text us. Know. Um, what else have we got? Um, Martin is in Northolt, actually. Let's speak to Martin on the phone. Good morning, Martin. Good morning. Now, are you thinking about germs a little bit more at the moment? Not really. It don't bother me because I'm in the construction business anyway, so I'm always around it. So it don't bother me anyway. But you're on about what you do there about washing your hands. Hmm. But if you handle money every day, money is the biggest carrier of germs that you'll ever come across because it con- comes in contact with everybody, you know. So it's everywhere, isn't it? Everyone's had their hands over money, haven't they? Money is the biggest carrier of germs. And no matter what you wash or do in the toilet or anything, money is the biggest because it, everybody handles it from kids to old people. And uh, it's everywhere, so... Stick it in the dishwasher, I suppose. <laughs> if you had that much, yeah, I suppose you could. I mean, you know, <laughs> I- I'm not on enough money to do that, but Steve Allen, he's got pots of money. He could run all of it through the dishwasher, couldn't uh, he? And he'd it, still be all right. Is Steve all right, is he? He's fine. He's got a bit of a cough, so he's having a bit of a rest for a couple of days. He'll be back, though, Sunday morning. So uh, in conversation, uh, 7 a.m., and uh, he's back at 8 o'clock as well on Sunday morning. Well, they got the replacement right anyway, so that's not a bad thing. Oh, Martin, that's the (laughs) kindest thing that's ever been said to me in this station. Martin, thank you very much indeed. All right, bye. Lovely Martin in North Holt. The time is 19 minutes uh, to 6. We've got the news headlines coming up as well, and do listen out for our main bulletin at 6 o'clock for that developing uh, story with... uh, the bomb in Indonesia, those separate bombs in Indonesia. So do stay with LBC 97.3 for that. Steve uh, in Abbey Wood saying, chaps, you know, about, I was saying about how, you know, for resistance about, you know, children and uh, a lot of new mums, they don't worry about, like, the dummy falling on the floor because yes. you can give it a wipe because, you know, the germs actually make children, the babies, more resistant to infections. Yes. Cr- chaps, putting the dummy in your mouth to clean it makes sense as your mouth has antiseptic alkaline solution in your saliva. If you think about it, it's one of the reasons why breast milk is generally better than bottled milk, as the mother transfers viruses, diseases in her milk to the child. Okay. I never thought of that. So you're basically going to put something in your mouth before you use it now, are you? So well, if you're going to pay for something with change, you're going to stick it in your mouth? 
I'm not going to put the money in my mouth. Well, it's the same principle, though, isn't it? It's not that's what you're saying. That's what you, you're going to obviously try. You get some change when you go and buy something, you can stick it in your mouth. I'm and stick it in my mouth it. and swill it round a bit. <laughs> well, then when I ask for the money, I can spit pound coins at them. <laughs> there you yeah, go. Exactly $4.99. <laughs> no, I've got the exact money. Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's a solution. Perfect. Sorry about that note. It's a bit soggy. Um, from Richie, morning, Christo and Alan. People are totally inconsiderate. I work in a shop and am regularly coughed on, particularly by old people who don't see that there's anything wrong in doing it. No apology, nothing. Tell Alan to choose a few problem door handles and wipe them with Dettol antibacterial wipes. I think he'd find the results quite shocking. I even do the light switch in the loo. Have a good show and a great day. Thank you very much indeed for that, Richie. So there we are. Bit of Dettol on the light switches. Oh, I'll try it and see what happens. Yes? Yes. Okay. But my point is... Do you want to borrow some of my antibacterial gel? <laughs> no, I think, I think if I was to take that Stick from some you, on a you'd, cloth. Panic. you'd panic if I took that Well, no, I can give you a squirt, at all. But can I just... Why are you not cleaning the mouse if you're so worried about things? Well, I'll wash my hands afterwards, you see, and I'm not going to eat. I'll put my hands to my mouth uh, what, during the show, so... Well, obviously, as the previous texter said, that's OK, because then you can put your fingers in your mouth and, you know, clean them. I'm not going to put my fingers in my mouth well, to clean them. The, You've got some what, strange ideas. But that's what ideas. he's saying, isn't it? No, he was saying about the dummies for babies. But surely if it's okay for the dummy for the baby, it's okay for your fingers. But I'm not going to swill money and fingers in my mouth to try and clean them. Okay. I've got my antibacterial gel okay. for that. We've got a fantastic buy one, get one free on today's uh, <laughs> Howlow reverse auction. I'm not. I'm No, no. Just go. I'm not. No. Hello. Just, you said you weren't. Okay. Uh, today's Howlow reverse auction. Brilliant Toshiba laptop up for grabs. It's ideal for home or office work comes preloaded with Windows Vista. For every bid you make between now and the end of the show, I will give you another one free. It's a buy one, get one free. How low special? That's buy one, get one free till 7am. How do you play? Well, the lowest unique bid wins. So that's the lowest bid in pence that no one else makes. The auction closes at 6 o'clock today. Text LBC, followed by your bid in pence, to treble eight two one. So if you want to bid one pound twenty three, you'd bid LBC one two three, and you'd send that to treble eight two one. So LBC followed by your bid in pence to treble eight two one. Every second bid between five a.m. and seven a.m. is free. Bids cost one pound fifty plus your standard network rate. Lines close at six o'clock today. You must be over sixteen to bid and go to lbc.co.uk for full terms and conditions, and you could win yourself. That fantastic Toshiba laptop up for grabs in our buy one, get one free, how low special. The time, 5.45. London's latest headlines now. Nine people have been reported to have been killed and 50 wounded after two bombs went off in separate hotels in Indonesia's capital. At least six people are thought to be foreigners. The blasts happened within minutes of each other at the Marriott and Ritz-Carlton in Jakarta. The chief medical officer says preparations have been made for as many as 65,000 deaths from swine flu. The figures based on a third of the British population contracting it. 29 who had the virus have died so far, 12 since Monday. Postal workers are heading to the picket lines across London. The capital is set to be the worst hit as they begin a 24-hour strike in a row over jobs, pay and services. London's travel now. Here's J. Louise Knight. Thank you very much, Chris Stowell. Clockwise, M25. Point three. 
12 minutes to six this morning. My name's Christo. I'm here in place of Steve Allen. He's a little bit poorly. He hasn't been able to get over this cough, so he's having a couple of uh, days off. So good morning to you. Thank you for your company uh, this morning. I'm with you until seven o'clock. And uh, Steve Allen will be back. He'll be back this Sunday at 7am uh, doing In Conversation with Des O'Connor, actually. How good is that going to be? And then he'll be back as well with uh, Breakfast on Sunday morning at eight o'clock. So uh, if you're missing him or worried, he will be back. Uh, we're talking about germs. Precautions you're taking about germs. It's like paranoia about germs. I'm realising I'm a bit paranoid about the whole germ no, thing. No, really? Really? Are you? Do you think? Really? That's the voice of Alan Dodgen. Thank you, Alan. You're panicking. I am panicking a bit. You are panicking. But, you know, I'm not panicking. I'm a bit paranoid. But I've always been a bit paranoid about germs. This is... The swine flu thing is just making me a bit more paranoid about germs. So we're talking about some of the kind of more germ-filled parts of London. The tube we've done, toilet door handles, things like... Someone someone texted, actually, on 84850. But do join the conversation. 08456060973. Text me, 84850. Email me, Christo, at lbc.co.uk. Uh, you'll make yourself ill, Christo, worrying so. Chill out, mate, from John. Uh, also, as well, um, Christo, I hate to burst your bubble, but the alcoholic hand gel has no effect on killing any virus, such as swine flu. Same as antibiotics. I don't know if I believe this. Uh, same as antibiotics. Um, really? Then why are we using it? Uh, they can't help viral infections. Only soap and water will suffice. Saying that, I use gel when on public transport from Huey in Brixton. Huey, you're slightly contradicting yourself in that. Text. Yes, yes. Thank you for it, though. Um, what else have we got? Lots of notices. The guy who rang the hospital saying that hospitals are quite dirty. A lot of the notices say, wash your hands before you visit a patient. A lot of MRSA and other germs are brought into the hospital by the visitors. Mm. Um, I have a natural immunity to swine flu. It's called self-employment from Darren in Hoban. Darren, you make a very, very good point, because I, I tell you, if you're self-employed, as I am... You, you're, you, you, you dr unless you're at death's door, you drag your carcass in anywhere. You do. Oh, you just don't get ill. This is very true. Very important. But then as you cover yourself completely and, in fact, almost bathe in disinfectant. Daily. Daily. Mm. Well, several times a day. Domestos is my shower gel. Is it really? <laughs> <laughs> That's an interesting one. Thank you for it's, that. It's nice, honestly. <laughs> really? Yeah. Lovely odour. It's uh, absolutely lovely. Uh, morning, Christo and the Dodge. Surgical marks are masks are only effective for 40 minutes. During long operations at the vets, we change them. Good hygiene is the answer. Using a plastic keyboard cover means you can wipe it in the mouse with antibacterial and viral wet wipes. From Catherine in Caterham. Catherine Flower Monkey. Thank you, Catherine. Um, okay. Yeah, so uh, I'm liking all your precautions. Any more suggestions of, you know, the, 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 the slightly dirtier places in London? Not very nice. I will take them. 84850-0845-6060973. Well, should we do the front pages very quickly? Mm. Um, should we start with the sun? It's what we're talking about. Swine flu kills 12 in four days. Um, this is, of course, the story we're talking about in our headlines. We've got the latest headlines coming up at six o'clock. Uh, what else have we got here? Daily Mirror. A tear for a hero, a silent tear for the bravest of the brave. Lieutenant Colonel Rupert Thornlow's widow, Sally, bids him farewell yesterday in a moving ceremony at the Guards Chapel in London. Um, also, as well, Jacko Shock number one, police target his doctor. Jacko Shock number two, how our dad thrashed him. Uh, Tito is telling the Daily Mail about the bullying of Michael Jackson, which, um, yeah, I don't think this story is going to be going on for that much longer. Um, 
Amanda's bringing us coffees. Amanda, what, what is that? Well, it's a makeshift tray. Thank you for that. Well, it's probably very clean. Is it clean? <laughs> yes, I washed it out. Hmm. <laughs> Daily Mail, swine flu, it's getting serious. A bleak picture of a swine flu pandemic was painted by England's most senior doctor last night. Daily Express, swine flu will kill 350 people every day. Daily Star, Jacko could never be a dad. Michael Jackson could not father children naturally because of cruel childhood beatings. The Times um, got a picture of the man's first moon landing. And uh, I don't know why they've got that. Oh it's, oh, it's as it's never seen before. Apparently it's much clearer than normal. Over to me, it looks a bit fuzzy still. That looks incredibly fuzzy. It's yeah. clear. Apparently it's been digitally remastered. I could have done better with my Polaroid. Yeah. With my Polaroid Spice Cam, I'd like to point out. Spice Girls limited edition one, 1997. You, ha- you do, like I said before, live the most exciting life, Christo. I do, don't I? I do. It's still boxed up because I've never wanted to use it. Germs. Jill is in Wimbledon. Jill, good morning to you. Good morning, Christo. Ever since the swine flu began, I've been wearing a thin pair of cotton gloves. Mm. You can get them summer gloves in, like navy white, quite unobtrusive, for going on the tube, going into hospitals for routine checks, going into stores where you open the doors, going into the office where you open doors that hundreds of people have touched, and also keeping the fingernails very short so they don't trap germs underneath. Oh, God, so you've got a long list there, haven't you? Well, men can take a large white handkerchief Mm -hmm. and uh, whenever they have to open a door, metal door, that's used by thousands in the office, Mm -hmm. they can do it with the handkerchief, then slip the handkerchief back in their pocket. Uh, Okay, but isn't that a bad thing? Because what if they sneeze into the handkerchief and then they've got a permanent thing with them, whereas if they had disposable tissues, isn't that the way forward? That's what the advice we're giving them, isn't it? Yeah, that's brilliant. Yes, you're right. So so both is what you're saying? Pardon? Both is what you're saying. Both of these things. Tissues and uh, a handkerchief. Yeah, I keep a handkerchief anyway. I never get a cold. I do it this actually in the winter because I don't like getting hold of the bus even when I get on the bus. But only since swine flu you've been doing all this? Yes. I've just got a nice pair of navy blue cotton gloves. You can get cotton gloves anywhere. if right. you bit hard in the summer because they think you, you only want them for warmth. But they do prevent you getting them. And you don't have to keep washing your hands. Which, if you've got very dry skin, mm. you start to get itchy hands. Well, Jill, you know, that's the way you're dealing with it, and fair play to you for that. That's Jill in Wimbledon. Whether that's the right advice, I don't know. However, everyone's got their own own way of doing it. Look, stay with me, because uh, very quickly between now and six o'clock, I shall be revealing details of our bog-off. How low? Um, We'll try and do it before six. If not, I'll do it just after. John is in Northwood. John... Germs oh, are everywhere, aren't they? they? Oh dear, Chris. Though I don't know where to begin. This is all. This is all nonsense. Um, I, I, I know it's serious. I mean, even I'm beginning to worry. I mean, 29 uh, deaths and, and yeah, 12. Yeah, and, and that is. The, you're right. That is the serious side of this. You're very right. But I am not walking around with tubes of gel. I'm still touching door handles. I'm still behaving normally. Um, I am washing my hands a bit more often. I think that's wise. But a lot of this really, oh, for goodness sake, we've just got to get on with life. Most of us will not fall ill, despite the, the serious warnings. If we do, um, then, you know, it's going to be a, down to the case of staying at home. Uh, at most, the vast majority of us, if we get this wretched flu, will get better. We are not all going to die. 
despite what the papers say. I know it's scary, but honestly, um, most of the, a certain amount of germs you've got to have. We are covered in the best insulating material known to nature and our own skin, which mm. keeps most of it out. We've got white blood cells that will fight off most of the infection. And yes, cleanliness is important, but this is just, this is just verging on the ridiculous, honestly. And people think I'm daft when I worry about global warming. John, now, do you think that this is uh, a symptom of British society? Because we love talking about our health. We love complaining about our health. We, ha- we love worrying about our health. Well, I mean, I think it's part of a sort of health and, men- uh, health and safety mentality. Well, we don't do anything. You know, we don't let our kids out in case they get into scrapes. Uh, I, I mean, for years, I mean, you, you, you get a cut knee or a bruise or something. A certain amount of dirt is actually good for you. Mm. And, um, I, I, I mean, I, honestly, I'm, I'm not worried about door handles. So you, you think I'm, I'm mad? I, I think you're, I, well, I, I'm <laughs> entertaining, but verging on barking, honestly. <laughs> John, thank you. I mean, you said it in the nicest possible way, but yes, insanity. Thank you, John. See, I agree completely with what he's saying. Uh, John does sound like the voice of reason. He does. It has to be said. We're, we're all panicking, and the papers are not helping. No, they're not. But it's a good. It's also a good story. I mean, that's the, that's, well, that's the why point. they're doing it. It's going to sell the papers. Um, I'm in for Steve Allen, by the way. Anyone texting, wondering where Steve is? I'm here. He's a bit poorly, so I'm here, Christo, till uh, seven o'clock this morning when Nick Ferrari takes over. Um, Stock in London. What a load of wimps. Get on with your lives. Um, Christo, what's wrong with you people? If you're going to catch the wine flu, you will get a life from Paul. Uh, what else have we got here? Um, I hate touching door handles, grab rails, etc. I especially hate toilet doors. Um, what else have we got here? Uh, I don't regard myself as weird, just boring and sensible. And that is from Gaz the Trucker. Thank you very much indeed, Gaz the Trucker. Uh, I've got to be very quick, but today's Howlo Reverse Auction, brilliant Toshiba laptop up for grabs. Ideal for home or office work, comes preloaded with Windows Vista. Every bid you make from now till seven o'clock, I'll give you another one free. Buy one, get one free between now and and 7am on our Howlo Reverse Auction. The lowest unique bid wins, lowest bid in pence that no one else makes. Auction closes at six o'clock today. Text LBC followed by your bid in pence to treble eight two one every second bid is free calls cost one per 50 plus your standard network rate lines close at six o'clock today you must be over 16 to bid see lbc.co.uk for full terms and conditions this is lbc 97.3 mom i'm hungry wait till we get home It most certainly does. Good morning to you. My name is Christo, here with you until 7 o'clock on London's LBC 97.3. Hope you're well this morning. Uh, Steve Allen, unfortunately, isn't, which is why I'm here with you until 7 o'clock. Get well soon, Steve. LBC legend, slightly scared that I'm filling such big, professional, fabulous, funny shoes. But do make me feel welcome. Thank you for your company between now and 7 o'clock. Lots for us to talk about between now and then. We've got the sport, of course, later on in the show. We'll be doing more of our stories from the newspapers. A bog off, buy one, get one free on the How Low Reverse auction as well. Alan Dodgen joins me in the studio and I haven't heard any odd noises from him when I've said How Low, which is nice. I was, I was trying to get, just give it a little break in it, you know. Can you, can you actually do someone physical injury with a biro? Please don't try. I, I may well do. Oh, I've got my anti. I've, I look, I, I can help you afterwards because I've got my antiseptic gel, <laughs> so I can administer first aid okay. afterwards, okay. which is nice. Um, and so we'll uh, be talking about lots of things between now and seven o'clock. Uh, we should have a word about the postal strike. 
by the way. Oh, yeah. That's really annoying, isn't it? 12,000 British postal workers are set to strike this week in protest at cuts and management action at the Royal Mail. I'm sorry, but I get my post at about, like, one thirty, two 2 o'clock in the afternoon, if I'm lucky, if they've happened to have poked their head round the door. And usually it's half the neighbour's post anyway. Yeah, I seem to have days when nothing arrives, and then another day when a whole load will arrive. It's almost like they're taking breaks. Cutting the pay of employees and reducing services. Uh, yeah, get real. We're all having our pay cut at the moment. We're in an economic downturn. That's like something. the tube workers. Do you disinfect your post when it arrives? Oh, I don't. Yeah. Who knows how many <laughs> hands have been over that? So I wash my hands enough times during the day. We were talking about swine flu earlier and the uh, precautions that we're all taking and whether we're all getting a bit paranoid about it. So if you hear us talking about germs and those kinds of, uh, you know, germ-filled areas, that's why we're discussing that. Um, Royal Mail have condemned the action. Apparently London's going to be one of the worst places hit. And... Um, but, however, on the other side, pressure and stress are at breaking point for postal workers. I'm sure that they are, but I'm sure there's a lot more pressure and stress for those who aren't working at all. So, what, you know, Why is there extra pressure and stress on them? Uh, current cuts, bullying managers, ever-increasing workloads on a shrinking workforce cannot continue. Sounds like every company I know. Well, that's what's happening at the moment, isn't it? Well, that's every company I know that's happening to. It's, it's a very irritating thing. Do, enjoy, do join the conversation. I will take your calls this morning, by the way. 0845 6060 973. Like I say, it's like the, it's like the tube. It's, like, it's really, really irritating that they're always striking as well. Oh, yeah, no, that's a real bugbear, that one. Oh, it drives me mad. I'm sorry, we should all be actually quite happy and, and, and chuffed to be employed at the moment, because, well, you know what I mean? We should be happy and chuffed just in general, and not panic about things. You're talking about my swine flu paranoia Not at all. Now, aren't You're you? just reading that into it. Yes, I am reading that into it. Now, we've got to talk about something else that's happening today as well, and uh, 0845 6060 if you want to give me a call, because I'm outraged. I am today. She turns 52 today, and it's also her last day of work, quite possibly for a long period of time, considering she's a woman of a certain age in television. I am, of course, talking about the goddess that is Fern Britain. I love Fern Britain. I'm not ashamed to say that. I'm going to just say it right now. I love Fern Britain. And this morning, well, she is no, no more on this morning. And she is being replaced by, essentially, relatively, a fetus. Holly like Willoughby. Holly. I love Holly Willoughby on The Extra Factor, and I love Holly Willoughby on Dancing on Ice. But for this morning, Fern Britain, right? I've got a theory about... There's an equation when it comes to presenters of these kinds of things. Okay. Because Fern Britton, you know, her weight's been up, her weight's been down, she's jumped on the gastric bandwagon, she's had depression, she's had a failed marriage, she's contemplated suicide, she likes her drink, she's nearly been bankrupt. So when she sits there and she's speaking to a manic-depressive woman from, I don't know, Wigan, uh, who's been beaten up by her husband and is a single mum and all this kind of thing, she has empathy. Whereas my fear is that Holly Willoughby's first question to that poor, dejected, depressed woman from Wigan who's been beaten up by her husband, left with all the children, have you ever considered auditioning for The X Factor? Do you know what I mean? It's not oh, going to be the same. Not going to do that. Ministry so of Mayhem is not a qualification for this morning. I'm sorry, it's just not. I'd love to know whether you agree with that on 08456060973. Text me on 84850. Email me christo at lbc.co.uk. Also, as well, where is Honey's weight problem? Oprah, Ricky Lake, Trisha. Fern Britain, who else have we got? Vanessa. They've all gone up, they've gone down, they've gone up, they don't even know what direction their weight's going in now. I think if we need to, if we want Holly to make a success of this show, we should all send her a donut. Then she'll get fat, then she'll lose the weight, at least then we can relate to her. Colleen Nolan. 
You fin- finished? Yeah, I've just, sorry, that, I, you, you rants over, yeah? It, 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 it just annoys me Wait. that a 28-year-old is taking over from a 52-year-old, you know, intelligent, articulate woman. They've chosen a 28-year-old whose biggest challenge has been childbirth. I get that. But, you know, that's it. That's it. Childbirth and dancing on ice. Well, first of all, obviously your, your, your problem is that you don't think she's got enough life experience. Yes. That's fair enough. But we don't actually know what her life has been, been really like, do we? We've only seen her on some of these popular Saturday night programmes. We don't know that much about Holly's life. And through this morning, we'll probably discover more about her. I actually think... She's not a journalist. I, oh, look, I was never a fan of her at first. I, I like her on I, those other and things. Then, and then she grew on me. And I actually think she's a great choice for this morning because she's so different let's not keep on staking it's the just norm. so cliched though yeah, a young fresh-faced br- blonde tv presenter taking over one of the most coveted roles in television it's arlene phillips all over again well no it's arlene phillips it's all arlene phillips over, over again. again no i think this she's fun the great thing about Holly is she is fun to talk to. She can have a laugh. And I think with Philip, you'll find the chemistry will work ex- excellent. Neither of them are journalists. That poor woman, depressed woman from Wigan, who's so going to come on. With Philip? Well, no, I don't. You I have just a think no, you Philip. have to have one journalist, one non journalist. No, That's enough. Two of them are not two journalists. Two of them, they're not journalists. No. But do they have to be journalists? How can they get to the root of this woman from Wigan's problems? I am seriously got a problem with this woman from Wigan. Yeah, I know. Well, so is she. She's been beaten <laughs> up and she's been left with all the children. We've got a fantastic buy one, get one free in today's How Low Reverse Auction, where we've got a brilliant Toshiba laptop up for grabs. It's ideal for home or office work as it comes preloaded with Windows Vista. And for every bid you make between now and the end of the show, I will give you another one free. That's buy one, get one free until 7am. The lowest unique bid wins. That's the lowest bid in pence that no one else makes. The auction closes at 6 o'clock this evening. Text LBC followed by your bid in pence to 88821. That's LBC followed by your bid in pence to 88821. Every second bid between 5 and 7am is free. Bids cost £1.50 as well as your standard network rate. Lines close at 6 o'clock this evening. Bidders must be over 16. Go to LBC dot co dot uk for full terms and conditions and you could win yourself a fantastic uh toshiba laptop got some reaction on the text to holly willoughby already go on um holly willoughby pa from someone pa that's all they're saying um she's definitely more comforting because she is older and that's from jan presumably talking about um fern britain yes of course and don't get me wrong i'm really upset that fern's gone i'm a huge fan it's an of outrage it is an outrage it's, she should never have gone i agree but i think a change is necessary if they're gonna you know she's going and i think a change in style of presenters and i think having somebody like holly that they've never tried somebody young like this before is good for the show keeps it fresh keeps it vibrant and i bet you she grows on you do you agree 0845 6060973. I will take your calls this morning. You can text me on 84850. Email me Christo at lbc.co.uk. The time is 6.15. London's news headlines now. Here's Matthew Schofield. Nine people have been killed, some of them foreigners in 97.3. It's just 19 minutes past six. Good morning to you. My name's Christo, here with you till seven. In for the fabulous Steve Allen, who uh, is off ill until... uh, Well, he'll be back Sunday morning. He's a little bit under the weather. He's been battling uh, this horrible cough all week. You've probably been hearing it. So uh, I'm filling his shoes till seven o'clock this morning. Um... 
Do stay with LBC 97.3. Obviously, we've got that uh, developing story with those bombs in Indonesia. So stay with us for our headlines, 6.30, 6.45, uh, main bulletin as well at 7 o'clock this morning. Uh, and then Nick Ferrari will be taking over London's biggest conversation as well. He's got lots coming up on his show this morning as well. Following the release of new figures on crime in England and Wales, Nick wants to know if the number of killings is really at a 20-year low. Are the government guilty of massaging the figures to use to their advice? Advantage. Also, Nick asks a children's author why he's offended by a scheme that will force him to register on a national database if he ever wants to work with children again. Join Nick from 7 o'clock on all the day's top stories. Um, talking about a couple of things. Uh, firstly, are you annoyed about the postal strike? 08456060973. Are these strikes just starting to get to you, considering we could maybe just be happy that we're employed at the moment, considering we're in the worst economic downturn since the Depression? 08456060973. Also, as well, talking about new jobs and jobs for people, Holly Willoughby taking over on this morning. Today is Fern's last day. And she's 52 years of age today, Fern Britton. She doesn't look it. Alan Dodgen, do you agree? She doesn't look it. Well, she. I, I've got a text here, actually. I'm not going to say it, but uh, so I'll, I'll, I'll let the text say it. Um, wh- where is it? I can't, I can't find this great it, text. You're going to read the text. Um, it was basically one saying, and I can't find it now, saying about how uh, Fern has been looking a little bit rough. Oh, I don't think so. I, I, th- I think she looks great. But I'm, I'm, I am a big fan of hers, though. Uh, yeah, yeah I, I think she is as well. Basically, someone sent me a text. Oh, there. Yeah, Christo, uh, did you watch Peter Andre on this morning yesterday? No, I didn't. Was that Peter Andre and Katie Price giving yet another interview about the fact they don't want to talk about their divorce? Uh, he came across as a decent, normal bloke. But to be honest, looking at Fern, she's looking a bit ropey since she lost the weight from Paul. Oh. No, I still like her. You know, if you've been fat, you reach a certain age and then you lose all the weight again. I mean, just ask Oprah. I mean, she doesn't know if she's going up or if she's going down. Yes, this is true. Oprah paid millions, millions, to a therapist to tell her she's addicted to food. I could have told her that for free. All they have to do is stop eating. Just stop eating, Just Oprah. cut down on it. Just it's stop a eating. Solution. Just stop eating. Um, what else have we got? Didn't Fern choose to leave, unlike Arlene? Holly is fine by me from Stevie. Now, that's very true. Um, yeah, Fern did choose to leave, whereas Arlene obviously was axed. Do you know Harriet Harman has now stepped into this whole Arlene thing? Has she? She has. What, in the comments? Like, like, like they've got nothing else to do in government, There's nothing else going on at the moment, not a swine flu pandemic or the fact that we're in the worst economic crisis of all time. Please tell me this wasn't actually mentioned in the commons. It was mentioned in the commons. I'm just trying to find it. It's in, it's in all today's to newspapers. It, I want to know the context of how they would have brought this up. And also, we should have a word about uh, Ingrid Tarrant as well, who had to be restrained by police. That's quite an interesting yes. story. Yes. Actually, while you're looking that up, Gary on, has just tweeted me to just uh, say, can you pass on the regards to the woman in Wigan? Uh, right. I'm talking about this woman in Wigan. Um, she is um, basically uh, my case study, the woman <laughs> in Wigan. I'm talking about a woman in Wigan on this morning who is the single mum who's been beaten up by her husband. And this is the worrying thing that I think Holly won't have the gravitas to be able to deal with a story like this. I think it'd be interesting to see how she does cope with it. That would be the interesting thing. Well, join the conversation. 08456060973. Text me 84850. Um... Wheel out Fern, give her a blanket and some cocoa, out with the old and in with the hot, fresh new eye candy. Come on, Christo, who would you rather look at? Philip Schofield. Um, Christo and Alan 
Give the job to Kerry Katona. She's up and down like a yo-yo from Jim in W12. Oh, well, she has got the qualifications with the weight problems. Well, she could relate to a lot of things probably on that show. I would watch it, but in the same way I'd probably watch a car crash. Y- yes, yes. It would make interesting viewing. Hmm. Um, not sure how long she would last, but... Uh, very, very true. Well, 11.30, that's about it. (laughs) continue this conversation shortly, and of course we've got the sport coming up a little bit later on in the show. Now, you've been hearing uh, during our headlines uh, about the developing story uh, in Jakarta at the moment, Indonesia, where uh, nine people have been killed, 50 wounded in two hotel blasts uh, in the Indonesian capital. Uh, Let's now talk live to our travel correspondent here on LBC 97.3. You can hear him on Sundays on our station, Simon Calder, who joins me on the line. Good morning, Simon. Good morning, Christo. Um, So what more can you tell us about this story at the moment? Okay, well, what we are seeing is this happened um, about six hours ago. So it was uh, uh, early in the morning local time in Jakarta, just after midnight here. And there were two coordinated bombs on uh, American-run hotels. This is the Ritz-Carlton and the Marriott Hotel. Uh, They say that nine people at least have been killed, including some foreigners, um, dozens more uh, clearly injured. And this is going, I think, to uh, alarm an awful lot of people, not just, of course, the Indonesians who've found themselves uh, put on the kind of no-go list from the British and from the Australians and many other people because of the Bali bombings back in October 2002. It's also, I think, going to worry the owners of these big five-star hotels, which are very often, very obviously Western, and there is a sense that these days, of course, it's extremely difficult to attack airliners because of the high security measures at uh, airports and uh, onboard aircraft. However, it's actually relatively easy to attack a hotel. And if you want to make a statement, if you want to cause mayhem, if you want to uh, damage uh, the, the the Westerners, um, then this is a very good way of doing it. And and I think even in London, there are going to be hoteliers this morning thinking, well, how do we uh, protect against this? Because, of course, at the moment, anybody really can walk into any of the top London hotels unchallenged. There are kind of in the background um, uh, security personnel, but I think we, we may be moving one step closer to the days when uh, you and I, you wander into a hotel and you automatically uh, get... Uh, walk through a a metal detector and uh, get your baggage searched by x-ray. So these are coordinated, they're targeted uh, um, targeted hotels that they've gone for, Marriott, Ritz-Cult, an American run, uh, as you say. What would you say to people who are perhaps travelling to the region who maybe have some concerns? Okay, Jakarta is very much a business destination. This is somewhere that uh, very, very few travellers would ever go to uh, for for leisure. It's a big, uh, ugly uh, Asian city. However, um, of course, some people will find themselves there as they're travelling through Java, which is a beautiful part of the world. And in addition, the vast majority of British people who go to uh, Indonesia will be going to the island of Bali. Uh, I haven't seen any change in the Foreign Office advice yet. I can imagine that they will be looking at that uh, at the Foreign Office in King Charles Street right now, and I expect within a few hours that they will be strengthening the warning on travellers to Indonesia. However, I suspect, because generally the West thinks that the government in in Indonesia has done pretty well, they will stop short of uh, urging people not to go to Indonesia. And just briefly, Simon, of course, you mentioned the Bali bombing uh, a few years ago. I mean, this is going to obviously, it sounds like going to have pretty much a terrible effect on Indonesia. 
Yes, I mean, that was uh, aimed at killing uh, as many people as possible in the heart of the Indonesian tourist uh, industry. Um, there has been quite a considerable recovery since then. This will set things back. But, uh, of course, anybody uh, who's travelling to that part of the world will be able to see that Bali is hundreds of miles away from Jakarta, the Indonesian capital. And personally, if I was booked to go there today, I most certainly would. Well, Simon Calder, thank you very much indeed for uh, updating us on that. Simon Calder, of course, he runs the Travel Clinic here on London's Biggest Conversation, LBC 97.3. He'll be back this Sunday uh, at 2 o'clock. No doubt uh, this story uh, and many others will be on his agenda from Sunday at 2, part of the Sunday Supplement here on London's Biggest Conversation, LBC 97.3. My name's Christo. I'm in for Steve Allen uh, this morning here on London's Biggest Conversation. We've got the latest sport, and that's all coming up here on LBC 97.3. Lots more between now and seven. This is LBC 97. That's the number to call at 27 minutes to seven. If you'd like to have a conversation with me and the rest of London, you can text me on 84850. Email me christo at lbc.co.uk. Still got some of the front pages to do. We're still talking about Holly Willoughby and Fern Britain's last day on this morning and uh, plenty of other stuff as well. Happy birthday, we should say, to Camilla Parker-Bowles as well. We should talk about her when we get a chance here on LBC 97.3 between now and 7 o'clock. Alan Dodgen, you're a massive fan of hers, aren't you? Uh, do you know what I am? Good. Uh, she's grown on me, like Holly. Uh, of course, uh, we should get up to date with the sport as well, and as always at this time, joined by LBC Sports Editor Phil Blacker. Good morning. Yeah, good morning. How are you this morning? Very well. So, we're starting with cricket. Now, uh, everyone's been saying that they're doing quite well at the moment. Yes, reasonable. Um, England captain Andrew Strauss doing well in particular because he'll be aiming for a double hundred when the uh, second test resumes at Lords uh, later. He's 161 not out. His side 364 for six. It could have been even better though because uh, Strauss and Alistair Cook had put on 196 runs for the first wicket, which was England's biggest opening stand against Australia for 18 years. But the tourists did fight back in the final session. The captain, though, still hopeful the lower order can uh, help him build a really big first innings title. We're still there. Um, still got some batters in good form at the, uh, in Brodie and Swanee to come. Um, so there's no reason why we can't go and push 450. Well, players due to get back underway at 11 o'clock, although uh, the weather today means uh, an interrupted day's play is expected. Uh, the weather also likely to play its part on day two of the Open Golf at Turnbury. Conditions were pretty perfect yesterday. Uh, Miguel Angel Jimenez leading by one shot after a round of six under par. Five times winner Tom Watson, who at 59 is the oldest player in the field, is tied for second on uh, five under. Admits it's still very early days, though. 65 is, a, is the way to start it. Will I be able to handle the pressure? Yeah, I don't know. The light switch may go on and I may play uh, you know, without too much pressure, uh, or the pressure may you know, be too much to handle. But I've been there before. Watson uh, tees off again at just uh, after one o'clock this afternoon, but the first ball of the second round has just been hit. British interest lies with Lee Westwood, Paul Casey, Anthony Wall, Graham McDowell and David Howell, who are all at two under par. But favourite Tiger Woods has uh, plenty of work to do. He's back on one over. David Beckham made a winning return for LA Galaxy last night. He played his first match back in Major League Soccer after his loan spell with AC Milan. As Galaxy won 3-1 at the New York Red Bulls, Beckham started the game but was uh, substituted 20 minutes from the end. Fulham will find out today who they'll face first in next season's Europa League. The draw takes place later for the third qualifying round. Scottish sides Aberdeen, Falkirk and Motherwell are also involved. Britain's Simeon Williamson faces a world-class field in the 100 metres 
in tonight's Golden League Athletics in Paris. He goes against Usain Bolt, who has hopes of breaking his own world record of uh, 9.69 seconds. And six race meetings today. They go at Haydock, Newbury and Nottingham. Then tonight at Hamilton, Newmarket and Pontefract. And of course, our racing tip will be back on Monday. Loving Fulham being in Europe. Yes, very That's a good exciting. thing. Uh, excited about that. Um, just an interesting angle as well. The story that we're leading on in our bulletins here on LBC 97.3, this uh, series of bombings in Jakarta. Mm. Well, the Man United team's supposed to be going there. They are, on their, on their Far East tour. That is one of the stops, yeah. Do you think that might affect things? I would imagine so. I mean, it obviously depends how things sort of pan out in the next couple of days or so. But, uh, yeah, as you say, that they're due to be there. So I would imagine, you know, the, the way the situation is, that they'll probably revise those plans. I don't know at this stage, but it uh, will certainly affect it, yeah. Well, Phil Blacker with the sport, thank you very much indeed. And of course, that is a developing story here on LBC 97.3. Do stay with our news headlines at 6.45 and our main bulletin at 7 o'clock if uh, you want to hear more on that developing story, those bombs that have gone off uh, in Indonesia uh, overnight tonight. Um, my name's Christo, here with you until 7 o'clock. I'm in for Steve Allen, who's a bit poorly. Uh, thank you very much indeed for Phil Blacker. Alan Dodgen still joins me in the studio. Uh, talking about lots of things this morning. We've been talking about swine flu, the germs and where they are at the moment, what precautions you're taking. Talking about the postal strike as well, 12,000 workers on strike. London, really, being the only place affected. And uh, whether you're slightly irked by that, paying conditions, yet another. Uh, more strikes because of paying conditions when we all should be chuffed with working, maybe. Um, and also, the big news of the day, Fern Britain's last day on this morning. Um, Holly Willoughby being her replacement as well. 28 years of age, replacing a 52-year-old woman. I love Fern. But you don't believe in change then, do you? I don't like any change at all. Well, if it was, a, if it was, a, if it was someone who was a journalist, well, I'd be happy. Who, who, would you, who would you have been happy with then? Uh, I'd put someone like maybe Fiona Phillips. Yeah, Fiona Phillips, no personality. She's got a bit of personality, where? hasn't she? Show me where. Well, uh, well, okay, we've not found it yet, but you know, let's give her the chance to find it. Well, yeah, but so if you want to give her the chance, why won't you give Holly a chance? Because she's what too do you know young. About Holly? Tell me what you know about Holly. I know she did Ministry of Mayhem. I know that she uh, wanted to be an actress. Okay. I know but that you know she about was her? spotted as a model. I mean, I'm sorry, good-looking people haven't been through life's traumas. So poor old Pat from Wigan, who's been through them in her life, when she's interviewed on this morning, she's going to be interviewed by a model. It's going to be Twiggy all over again, and I just have alarm bells going off I in my head. I don't think Holly would class as a model. She used to be a model. Yeah, but not... I wouldn't class Ministry as a model. Ministry of Mayhem is no training for this morning. But you don't... Well, I Actually, <laughs> I'm wondering. Just wait one <laughs> um, second. Let's get a Hendon to Chrissy. Good morning, Chrissy. Chris... Uh, yes. Christo, I'm on your side. Good. Okay? Because I think no-one could take Fern's place. No one. Well, they've got to find someone because she's well, chosen to go. they have got to find someone, but they don't want a bunny boiler, do they? They don't want someone that... A no bunny boiler? They, 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 what do you mean by that, Chrissy? Holly, she just smiles and she's got big boobs. That's all she's got, really. Yeah, true, but, you know, that, that, mm. that, that's a good thing. You know, I, I'm, I'm a fan of Holly, just not in this morning. I don't think she's a bunny boiler, though. I think that's a bit harsh, Chrissy. Oh, yeah, but, you know, they should have had someone like Fern, the same age, because, uh, well, I think it's a bad it's bad i mean god so you're not going to watch anymore no oh, i don't think so because what has she got to offer she's got no personality all i've seen her in is strictly come dancing and she just stood there dancing smiling. on ice you mean my love don't you pardon dancing on ice is what you mean isn't it yeah yeah she's yeah. very good in that though she's very very good when she says judges what are your comments thank <laughs> you judges Phil, back to you. I mean, she does that brilliantly, in fairness. She really, really does. She's got that absolutely nailed. Totally she's nailed. She's a bit false, though. She's a bit false. Where Fern is... She's, she's, she's a mother figure, relaxed. Fern. She's, she's yes, been through relaxed. the mill. Don't you 
want to give her a chance, though? Don't you actually want to watch and, no. and find out about her? No, no. no Why not? I can't Why? see. I, know I can't even see it. If we give her a chance, I, I can't even see. She's going to crack it, really. Well, I think that's a bit cruel. I think you should give her a chance and just, have, you know, have a little listen to her and find out about her. And, she's not and natural. Bond. She's not natural like Fern. Fern is natural. You know, she's, she's had her battles, hasn't she, old Fern? Yeah. That's why we empathise with her. She's laid back and she's honest and... You know, she's not false. Oh, Fern Chrissy, not false. see, Chrissy, we're on the same wavelength. Thank you very much, dear Chrissy. That's Chrissy from Hendon. Well, what happens if you find out when Holly's on the show that she's had problems in her life as well? And you How many to... problems can a model have? Oh, come on. A Everybody good-looking blonde problems. model who sails through life. You're being really harsh with her on this. Absolutely. Yeah. For goodness sake, how many shows does Holly Willoughby need to be on? And Phil, for that matter, why are they so keen to have the same presenters on all these shows? I used to love This Morning, but started turning off on a Friday when Eamon and Ruth were on. I don't mean to be funny, but between Eamon and uh, Fern, how big did that sofa have to get? Um, really irritating. And now I'll be turning off for the rest of the week. Holly just doesn't fit in for me. They need someone with a bit more experience, with real people. Maybe she should stay at home for a few years and then come back with a bit more life experience rather than getting a nanny in and leaving all that to someone else to do it. We don't know that she's doing that. Um, very disappointed with ITV. Thank you very much indeed uh, for that. Um, Jim in W12 wishing happy birthday to Camilla Parker Bowles. Um, that reminds me, I've got to go and feed my horse. Come on, Jim. That's very, very, very harsh on horses. Uh, let's go to Hendon, <laughs> to uh, to lovely Helen. Good morning, Helen. Good morning, Christo. I hope you're well. Uh, I am indeed. How are you this morning? Yeah, I'm very good, thank you. Now, I'm happy for Fern to leave this morning. Oh, now why? Um, I, she really riled me by, in the, oh, in the morning, wearing such décolletage necklines. And, uh, what, you mean plunging? Uh, pl- yes. Have you never I... seen Holly Willoughby on Dancing on Ice? Love, you're in for a no, shock. No, well, look at the difference. I thought she was smuggling Duncan Goodhue and Phil Mitchell at one point into the studio. Listen, Holly Willoughby is beautiful and she's young and she's also very intelligent. She's going to surprise you. And she has a personality. She has a personality. She has. I mean, you know, she's never been given this opportunity, and I think you're all going to be very surprised. Well, Helen, perhaps you are the voice of reason on this. Thank you very much indeed. That's Helen in Hendon. Um, uh, your last lady caller isn't right. I'm, I'm cleaning up this text. Fern was less than honest about the gastric band. She, it's true, Fern did jump on the gastric bandwagon. Well, yes, but she was kind of forced to get onto it because everybody had to go at her about it. Um, surely we can't pass judgment on Holly till she's been in the role for a while. As you say, um, all we know of her is solely entertainment-based roles, such as The X Factor. We don't know much of her personal life. I think it will do with a world of good, filling the more serious shoes of Fern. I believe she'll be pleasantly surprised with her contribution to such an iconic show. Anyway, she's 300 grand cheaper than Fern, so the producers aren't silly. From Ollie in a lorry. There you go. Voice of reason. Ollie and a lorry. Uh, Got to tell you about this week's food show where Bill Buckley will be learning all about Neapolitan cuisine with Simone Falco, the managing director of Rosso Pomodoro. They don't make these easy, do they? Which specialises in food from the Naples region of Italy. And with as many restaurants closing due to the recession, Bill will be asking Sam Harrison how his two establishments are faring in the current climate. All that and more with Bill from four this Sunday afternoon. Also, our How Low Reverse Auction, buy one, get one free. Brilliant Toshiba laptop up for grabs. Ideal for home or office work. Comes preloaded with Windows Vista. 
Every bid you make, you get one free between now and seven o'clock. The lowest unique bid wins, the lowest bid in pence that no one else makes. The auction closes at six o'clock today. Text LBC, followed by your bid in pence, to treble eight two one. LBC, followed by your bid in pence, to treble eight two one. Every second bid between five and seven is free. This morning, that is. Bids cost £1.50, plus your standard network rate. Lines close at six o'clock today. Bidders must be over 16. LBC.co.uk for full terms and conditions. LBC 97.3. This is LBC 97. 97- 13 minutes to 7, London's latest travel now. Here's Jay Louise Knight. Thank you, Chris. So, clockwise M25 at junction 7. 12 minutes to 7. Good morning to you. My name's Christo, LBC 97.3. I'm here for Steve Allen uh, until 7 o'clock this morning. Steve's a little bit poorly. Uh, I must tell you as well, thank you for your company this morning. If you'd like to hear me again, I do do another show on LBC 97.3. I'd actually do, I do two other shows, you know. One of them is at 6 o'clock tomorrow night, uh, which is called Saturday Night Live. And the other one is at 7 o'clock on a Sunday night. Can you guess the title? Sunday Night Live. We talk about all things showbiz, entertainment. We round up the show showbiz week give you and me and rest of london a chance to have a conversation about that so do join me tomorrow night from six where we'll be talking more showbiz stories uh, alan dodgen you join me in the studio good I morning to you good morning um we've been dissecting fern britain's last day of course she's 52 and it's her last day on this morning holly will be replacing her we should uh, just have a little ode to another celebrity birthday today as well yes we should camilla parker bowles turns 162 today do you think it's weird? 62, sorry. Do, do you think it's weird of me to like, she like the way Camilla dresses? No, I think actually you're in such a minority, you could probably qualify for a grant of some oh, description. Fine. Okay, that's good then. Um, birthday wishes for Camilla, please. 84850, uh, Christo at lbc.co.uk uh, as well. Tell me your, uh, uh, <laughs> tell me your Camilla birthday wishes. We love it. Let's be nice to Camilla for a morning, shall we? Shall we try? So you're now going to get a million texts going, say happy birthday well no you know just a nice birthday message i don't know great coat lovely lovely nice hair. eyes or something yeah i don't know or <laughs> well you know yes maybe we should be sending charles messages of support it's just occurred to me uh, i don't know lbc 97.3 the time is now 10 minutes to seven the ashes with Dawkins Bay. It's nine minutes to seven. I've got to tell you, next week, LBC 97.3 are giving you the chance to get involved in an economic debate alongside London Mayor Boris Johnson. From 7pm on the 22nd of July, Boris and a team of economic experts will be discussing the current financial situation and its recovery at People's Question Time. With your help, the panel will debate how businesses and residents can support each other through these difficult times. People's Question Time with LBC 97.3 will take place at Fairfield Halls in Croydon. To apply for free tickets and to, to podcast the event on the following day, go to LBC. .co.uk. Still joined in the studio by Alan Dodgen, going through some of the uh, stories in the newspapers. Nick Ferrari is coming up at seven o'clock this morning. And um, a lot of the newspapers this morning talking about the sad news of the quickie divorce, 75-second quickie divorce of Amy Winehouse and Blake Fielder Civil. I'm devastated because they always seem such a lovely couple. They really I'd love to have had them round for dinner. They were really, really nice. You know what I loved most about them? Go on. Is, I don't know, you, you, their, just... their blood-stained bickering in the street. That's <laughs> always a lovely, lovely thing. The only thing I worry about in this divorce story, quite seriously, is who is going to get custody 
of Amy Winehouse's beautiful pink ballet pumps and those lovely denim shorts she wears. I do hope that she's managed to keep hold of those. I'm feeling the love that you actually genuinely do feel for the couple. I do, I do have love for this couple. And you know what I love most about, like, you know, her, about those denim shorts is her perseverance with them. Rather, rather than change them, what she does is she gets on a plane and she moves with the seasons so she can stay in them for longer. Do you know what? You have a very good point there, because she's always in them. She's always in them. So what she did, it started getting a bit chilly in London. So what she did, she got on a plane and went to St. Lucia where she could wear them for longer. And now it's summer back in London. She can, she can bring them back. She hasn't had to take them off for now over a year. Well done to you, Amy. And does she ever buy any new pumps? I, I hope well the last ones you know were getting a bit scummy you know if you remember when she was lashing out at photographers in the street sometimes when you're wearing them in winter you know, it can get a bit scummy when is you're lashing style? out at the paparazzi is it style it's i don't know if it's style i'd like to i'd like to write her a personal ad really it's lovely actually she actually confesses adultery uh in there as well and they've gone through a nice list this is in the in the uh sun uh, page 21 they've gone through a nice list of the of the potential people who could have she could have been adulterous with oh oh that's an interesting list it is an interesting list because there's no proof of it at all so it's <laughs> literally just completely hypothetical they went in miami in florida in may the 18th 2007 they had public bust-ups vicious fights and drug rehab stints oh it's such a, a lovely story isn't it? such a lovely story oh. really best of luck to, to the both of you um also as well um another good story in the sun today is the connections of uh they've done a kind of connection thing of michael jackson oh really jacko's web of docs and celebs the stars hollywood networks they've got debbie rowe there dr conrad murray he's like dr huxtable isn't he? he's everyone's favorite sir he's everyone's favorite doctor now isn't he um david guest uh, another doctor dr stephen hoflin dr wallace goodstein dr michael Goddard. lots of doctors in there aren't they 2015 what are you saying about that? 2015. I think that's the year that people will stop talking about Michael Jackson. Do you think so? Well, maybe for a week, and then it'll start again. It's running and running, isn't it? it, it well, it will it's, do forever. It's still in the papers, I mean... They've know. even managed to find a connection with Rock Hudson. Okay. Uh, how? And Goldie Horn as well. Apparently they share a dermatologist, which, actually, looking at the pictures, I'm beginning to see the link. Um, we hope... Talking about Camilla Parker-Bowles' birthday, 62 today... Good morning, Camilla. Um, hope that Camilla lives happily ever after. Oh, hope that Camilla goes away to live happily ever after. And Aww. that she takes Charles with her. Oh, well, then, obviously, they're not royalists. Um, <laughs> uh, what else have we got here? I share my birthday with Fern and Camilla. Uh, so, happy birthday to both from Lorraine in Manor Park. Um, happy birthday, Camilla. I might drop some sugar lumps off of the palace. This is not nice. That's not nice. You see, look what you've started. You've opened the floodgates now. Why does everyone make horsey jokes with Camilla? you started it. Um, what else have we got here? Anne Diamond, Carol Malone, even Carol McGiffin, um, not the LW cartoon, but no to Holly Willoughby on this morning, and also treble no to the woeful Fiona Phillips from DL. Yeah, I agree about the Fiona Phillips one. But I come on, give her a chance. Give her a chance. What else have we got here? Penny Smith would have been good to replace Fern, and that's from V. Oh, I don't know about Penny Smith. She seems to go out quite a lot. Uh, she does. She's always at parties and openings and premieres. I opened my emails the other day and she turned up, for God's sake. Um, <laughs> good. What good. else have we got here? Um, I'll get to some more of this in a minute. Oh, we've got one from Pauline here. Um... How awful on my 60-something birthday that women viewers of this morning are going to have a young, glamorous woman with an even larger decolletage. 
How weird. Her partner from Dancing on Ice is her partner yet again. The silver fox who, no matter how old he gets, Philip Schofield is not being replaced. Bring on a young man with dark, satanic good looks. I don't know if I like that. And rippling muscles, please. How shallow it all is now. No room for experience. Age discrimination is rife from Sandra in Croydon. Richie, I'm not going to read the whole of Richie's email, but he's quite chuffed about the Holly Willoughby situation. You see, compared to the Arlene um, incident, hmm. uh, as I shall call it... The Arlene, uh, yes. The Arlene, Arlene Gate. Arlene Gate. I don't think it is an age discrimination thing on this morning. No, I no, think... Fern's just chosen to leave. No, no, no. But, but why can't they replace is... her with an older woman? That is age discrimination. No, I don't think it is. I think I think Holly's a good choice. They need a bit of change, need something different. If you just bring in somebody that's exactly the same, or is almost like hmm. a photocopy... It's the constant quest for youth. This is, this is why I get so much work. It is. Sorry. <laughs> I, I'm just humour sorry. me. Oh, sorry. Right. Yes, absolutely, Chris. Well done. Yeah, good point. Uh, do stay with LBC 97.3 on a more serious note. Uh, at 7 o'clock, we've got the latest news headlines uh, coming up. We'll bring you the latest on the developing story uh, in Indonesia uh, with those bombings that have gone off. And also Nick Ferrari here at 7 following the release of new figures on crime in England and Wales. Nick wants to know if the number of killings is really at a 20-year low. Are the government guilty of massaging the figures to use to their advantage? Also, Nick asks a children's author why he's offended by a scheme that will force him to register on a national database. If he ever wants to work with children again, join Nick at seven. Thank you very much indeed to Alan Dodgen. Thank you very much. I'll be back tomorrow night at six, LBC 97.3. This is the sound of a Volkswagen Tiguan S.